all this stuff we've been getting from the unrenewed mind of man that 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 that's 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 all about self-preservation. That's all about protecting themselves. That's all about looking out for me first. That's all about doing for me. That, and all that stuff. You can't function in marriage like that. I'll say this though. I think for some people, when they think of a faith-based marriage, which is more so of a Christian marriage, mm-hmm. they don't see that as fun. Right. They don't because they don't know faith. Right. They, they that, that's yeah. like I don't want no boring marriage right. like no Christian marriage. Because we don't but you're around that's enough, Avi. Are we boring? <laughs> <laughs> so much listen, the opposite. Listen, <laughs> listen, listen, but that's that's the issue. That's why we gotta yeah. change it. That's why we're giving people an opportunity to come out of the divorce culture and come over into our culture of love. Coffee in the morning club where we meet three days a week mm. with, with a community of couples that want they want to be delivered from that divorce culture. We are at war with the divorce culture. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Welcome to another episode of When As One, Gospel Love Edition. I'm Aviance. I'm Leslie. And I'm Coach D. <laughs> so today we are going to talk about faith-based marriage. So the first thing we always do is define we right. want to define everything. Got to define it. Got to okay. define everything. Why not? We, we follow a gospel. So he always gave some definition. Right. You got to have definition because definition mm-hmm. gives us four things. It gives us clarity. Mm-hmm. It gives us direction. It gives us destination. And it gives us stability. And that's how, that's how life was designed to be lived, through those four aspects. And so um, when we talk about faith-based marriage, we, we, we got to define it. We have to define it. And it has to be a definition that derives from a re- renewed mind that has been saturated, I'm tomorrow, and, and consumed by the word of God, mm-hmm. both the Logos and the Rhema. We can't allow, um, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but we can't allow the unrenewed mind of fallen man to define how the believer is supposed to live life. That's what happens a lot of times, is that we have, we have the unrenewed mind defining, describing, and giving us uh, tactics and strategies on how to live married. We call that the divorce culture, but but it doesn't it doesn't fit what God's original definition and description and things of that nature was. So we, we want to define it, and uh, we we just finished a great week of our coffee in the morning club mm-hmm. um, discussions, conversations, interactive learning processes, and we're talking about right faith, like what like a faith based marriage, like what is it? What it look like? How does it function? How how do you relate to each other as a husband and wife? Like everything was designed to be by faith. Husbandry by faith, wondrous wivery by faith, marriage by faith. It it was all designed to function uh, in the bedrock of faith. But if we don't know what faith is, Mm -hmm. if we don't have the right definition of faith, if we don't have the right understanding of faith, if we don't, then how, 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 it's not surprising that, that the quote unquote, Christian dome or Christian marriages have just as high of a divorce rate as folks who don't confess to have a faith because we're trying to get something that God that God designed to be by faith we're trying to do it by the unrenewed mind of fallen man which is fear based which is uh, despair based which is which is um, doubt based mm-hmm. right that, that's what make up the divorce culture's uh, primary determinants of how to live married. There's fear of, you know, I was just, we was just in a situation where, where there was, I was in a conversation with folks who were talking about uh, the fear of, of the wife doing something uh, that will break his heart, mm-hmm. right? But the scripture says, listen, 
her husband's about about a wonder's wife. Her husband heart does trust safely in her, mm-hmm. right? With this fear, you can't have trust. With this fear, you can't have you can't have the manifestation of the of the skills of loving. With this with this despair, with this hopelessness, how can you have a a, a faith based marriage without hope? Without seeing what it's going to look like in the future, hope speaks to what will be in the future, what will be tomorrow. I can't look at Leslie today and and see how she's not doing this or not doing that and determine how our marriage is going to be in the future. No, that's not what determines my my vision for our marriage or who she is as a wife. I have to see from the spirit's perspective. I have to see from God's perspective. It's a faith-based adventure. We 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 it came to me the other day, the thought that marriage was designed to be a faith-based adventure. And if we don't do it in faith, by faith, through faith, we're going to fail at it. Well, what is faith? <laughs> Great question. I'm glad you asked. Right. <laughs> We can't do it by faith if we don't know what it is. So what is faith? Well, um, the way we define faith is faith is God. This is how we define it now. Mm -hmm. Faith is God's word in In your your spirit. spirit. Mm -hmm. That's the definition of faith. Mm -hmm. I know folks jumping up and down right now. No, no, no. Hebrews 11. Faith is evidence of things so forth. Right. Faith (laughs) is God's word in your spirit. Mm -hmm. David said it like this. Thou desires truth in my inward parts. Mm-hmm. In my hidden parts, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Truth, truth is what God's word. Sanctify them by that truth. John seventeen seventeen. Thy word is truth. David said, "Thy, thy." We, so we can say it like this: God desires His word to be in my inner parts. The inner parts speak to the spirit man, right? In my hidden parts, thou shalt make me to know wisdom. That speaks to the to the soulless man. The hidden man is the spirit man. The the, the let me get that right. The hidden man speaks to the spirit of the spirit man, and the inner man speaks to the soulless man. Right. So God wants the truth in our spirit, man. Then it then it consumes the soulless man. It consumes what we desire. It consumes how we think. It consumes what we feel. Mm-hmm. Right. So. So. But that's that's where the word of God has to get. It can't it can't get lodged in our in our conscious mind and in, in our in our surface level of understanding and, and not get down inside of the spirit, man. When God when God breathes on it, when he speaks to it, it comes alive in our inner man and in our spirit, man. The Bible says we're one in spirit with God. We're one in spirit with him. And that spirit is the spirit of the word of God. So the truth, faith, is when God's word is in your spirit. Now, once the word enters the spirit, now Hebrews 11.1 kicks in. Now faith is the substance of things. God's word in your spirit is substance. It's a real person. Well, how can you say that, D? Because Mm -hmm. there was this woman that was visited by an angel. Mm -hmm. Her name was Mary. And, And she got impregnated by what? The Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit spoke a word to her. Holy Spirit impregnated. Spoke, Holy Spirit gave her, you're going to have a son. And his name shall be called Jesus. And that word, that word, that, that word, literally that word substance, it literally means a person, a personality. It's a substance. The same word in Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, is the same word in Hebrews 1, chapter 2, where it says, Jesus was the express image of the person. The word substance and person, same word. Mm-hmm. Same same Hebrew words, same Greek words. So the idea of, of the word being a person, a personality, is substance, it's real, it's life, it's livable, it's a living organism, it's alive inside of my belly. It takes on a, the shape of a person, a personality. That's that's when that's when the word comes into the spirit. It becomes substance. Then it actually gets over into the evidence. It's the evidence. I got I got proof. I have proof that what I'm seeing in the unseen is real. Mm-hmm. I have proof. See, that's how marriage is supposed to be. 
I had proof that Leslie was Proverbs 31 even when she wasn't acting like Proverbs 31. I had proof. I had living real proof. What was your proof? The word in my spirit was the proof. The word alive inside of me. I started mm -hmm. reading it over. I started quoting it to her. She was in her, she was asleep. I started talking to her about who, I mean, because I had proof. That thing was alive in me. And then one day, she got a hold of that proverb. And it all came alive. That's a faith-based, and every aspect of our life has to be that way. It's designed to be a faith-based. I couldn't look at her and be like, man, she ain't going to never change. <laughs> what a faith had in that? And then your confession wouldn't be I, what your heart wanted it to be. Say it again? Your confession would not match up with what your heart wanted me to be. Right. We mm -hmm. have to, see, the Bible says, with the heart man believe it. But with the mouth, confession is made unto. Mm -hmm. Without the mouth, without you saying what you say, you're not going to get to the end of the, end of the thing that's in your heart, which is salvation, which is, the, which is the manifestation of God's goodness in your life. But I, you see, most of the marriages, we look at somebody for who they are and they say, they ain't going to never change. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing, man, they're going to be like that. Her mama was like that. So that's how she's going to be. You know, people give you that advice. Man, listen, the way she is today, that's how she's going to be 20 years from now. That's baloney. That's all, that's all <laughs> divorce-based stuff. That's why people need to come out. That's why we're giving people, we're offering people an opportunity to come out of a divorce-based culture. All this stuff we've been getting from the unrenewed mind of man, that, 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 that's, that's, that's all about self-preservation. That's all about protecting themselves. That's all about looking out for me first. That's all about doing for me. That, and all that stuff. Hey, you can't function in marriage like that. I'll say this, though. I think for some people, when they think of a faith-based marriage, which is more so of a Christian marriage, mm -hmm. they don't see that as fun. Right. They don't. Because they don't know faith. Right. They, that's, that's yeah. like I don't want no boring marriage right. like no Christian Be, marriage. Because we don't but you're around us enough, Avi. Are we boring? <laughs> <laughs> so much listen, the opposite. Listen, listen, <laughs> listen, but that's that's the issue. That's why we got to yeah. change it. That's why we're giving people an opportunity to come out of the divorce culture and come over into our culture of love. Coffee in the morning club where we meet three days a week mm -hmm. with a community of couples that want they want to be delivered from that divorce culture. We are at war with the divorce culture. I'm going to get as many marriages as I possibly can and snatch them out of that divorce culture and bring them over into this, this culture of love. And one is that we've established with the, with the coffee in the morning club. It's the same thing Jesus did. Mm -hmm. He took us out of the power of darkness and put us in a whole new community, a whole new culture. That's the way of the kingdom of God. That's the way of faith. If people take, want to take advantage of that opportunity, fine, great, come on, because we, we welcome you. But if you don't, then go ahead and die in the divorce culture. But we, we want to give people and offer people an opportunity to invest in their marriage through our Coffee in the Morning Club. I'm going to get as many husbands as I can to turn them into heroic husbands because the divorce culture ain't going to give you what you need to become a heroic husband. Mm -hmm. They're not going to teach you what you need. They're not going to show you what you need. They're not going to talk to you about it. Love, love, love your wife. If Christ loved the church, yeah, right. That was Jesus. <laughs> yeah, that's what they say. Right, but they don't, we I don't got know the same if I can love. love like that. No, right? Right? But yeah, we got the same what, love. We got say. the same spirit. Mm -hmm. We got the same father. Right. We got the same word. We got the same faith. Mm -hmm. We got everything he had. Why can't we? Because we ain't hearing it. And we know all life, all mm -hmm. life, God designed all life to come through hearing. You hear your way into believing. You hear your way into loving. You hear your way into heroic husband. You hear your way into wonders wife. You hear your way into it. If you ain't hearing it, then how are you going to become it? Mm -hmm. And that's how we, that's how we function. Mm -hmm. But we're not having a, we're not having a faith-based discussion about marriage. 
Right. So then what are some of the the actions or describe what a faith-based marriage look like? Right. So we, we define we define we define that. Okay, we just define faith. Mm-hmm. Now let's define a faith-based marriage. Uh, a faith-based marriage is that when a when a uh, the amalgamation of a husband and a wife. And I like the idea of amalgamation because there's almost when you have two separate entities coming together and then then they, they, they get lost in the coming together of the two. Right. You get lost in that. Right. My I, my my selfish identity is no longer that your selfish identity is no longer that it's not. It's, it's our identity. Now, the two become one. The two identities merge into one identity. And now we function in that adventure of marriage. That 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 merging is a merging of every aspect of who God created us to be is a function of all the power It's a function of the anointing It's a function of gifting It's a function of calling all of those attributes. They all come together to make us this dynamic do truly a mm-hmm. power couple. And mm-hmm. we got this term we got we call we call celebrities power couples. Right. They divorce them faster than anybody else, right? <laughs> a power couple, but but truly a power couple mm-hmm. is when you bring the power that God ordained us to have and bring it together and it, it, it amalgamates. It becomes mm-hmm. this it becomes this one this force that comes together and, and, and it's determined, this this amalgamation is determined by the dictates of faith, hope. And love. love. But we know the scripture says the greatest of these is love. So mm-hmm. it's actually love, hope, faith. They're determined by the dictates of love, hope, and faith. And we, we, we have to embrace that, that definition and understand that marriage is designed to be a faith-based adventure. Mm-hmm. Not, and it, not a, a, a boring, um, resentful uh, expression of the unrenewed mind of man which we call divorce culture. And in some cases, I'm just going to say it, Christian counseling. I mean, yeah. where does most Christian counselors get their material from? The, the schools, world. The world, right. the education. They go to, they go to the schools that's, that's, mm-hmm. that's not faith-based. That's not Bible-based. That's where they get their degrees. That's where they get their degrees mm-hmm. from. That's where they get their certification from. They're not getting it from the Word of God. They're not getting it from anything that's been rooted and grounded in the Word of God. That's, I mean, that's just what it is. Mm-hmm. That's why That's why we're, you, Christian counselors are using uh, unrenewed fallen man's mind tactics on how to stay married. They throw a little word in and they spring, they quote a little scripture on there. You got to sound good. But when they really get down to it, they dealing with the fruit of the matter instead of hitting the root of the matter. Mm-hmm. The root of the matter is you got to get out of that culture. You got to come into a whole nother world. You got to hear something different. I'm, I'm not just giving you don't do's and don'ts. Uh, when you look at a lot of the stuff on social media, a lot of this, the, you know, the Christian counselor stuff, all mm-hmm. of it is about stop doing this and stop doing that. Yeah, but they don't give you the power to stop doing it. Mm-hmm. Right. And we know we know what that easier is. Easier said than done. Right. right. It's how you identify. Mm-hmm. I think with Christian counseling as well, it's interesting because like they'll start with a scripture, but then when they're going into like what the problem is, mm-hmm. there is completely like it's divorce based. Mm-hmm. It's, it's world based. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like you start there, but then they don't know how to like actually extract. Right, and then they go somewhere else. Well, mm-hmm. and that's why that's why we've having we're having so much success. Oh man, mm-hmm. I can't wait till we start mm-hmm. putting our couples on the TV screen. Now that we got the yeah. screen, we can do it. Right. I mean, we, and we've had some great testimonies uh, too. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and just outside of weeks. the morning, right? Oh mm-hmm. my God. When they got... have their individual sessions with Damaris, some great testimonies are coming about. I mean, so but but people, we just we want to we we haven't we haven't hit full fledged market stage yet, but we we are about to dive into this thing and make ourselves easily accessible because mm-hmm. people need to be delivered from this divorce culture. They don't even know it. They don't even mm-hmm. know they're in it. They don't yeah. even realize it. Mm-hmm. But they need to be delivered from it. 
60% divorce? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, come on, why would I want to stay in something like that? Mm -hmm. Give me, let me hear something different. Right. Let me hear something different. We're talking about, we're talking about creating a, we're talking about creating a, a, a movement from a shift from this divorce-based logic and, and how to be married to a, to a faith-based life and adventure when it comes to marriage and, and bringing a level, a different degree of vibrancy to it. And so, um, but, but you, you have to, they have to be done through the dictates of love, hope, and faith. And this past week, we talked about that um, mm. and how important that is uh, to love um, and how faith works in marriage. And, man, it begins with, with husbands. Okay. So, because I definitely want you to get into what it looks like. So, if what, so what it looks like. So, it starts with the husband is what you're mm -hmm. saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. Starts with them. So, what does a faith-based husband look like? Well, when we look at it, when we do it from the, from the uh, perspective of love, uh, uh, First of all, his love affair is not with his wife first. His love affair is with the Lord first. Mm -hmm. Like, it's got to be like, it's got to be for real. Like, he can't be playing with that. It's got to right. be for real. Mm -hmm. He has to have a desire to please God. Mm -hmm. He got to have a longing to have the, uh, he got to be going after the heart of God. The true, the true heart of a son uh, is Abba Father. I want, I want to be, I want to be close to him. I want to be next to him. I want to hear him. I want to understand him. I want to be pleasing to him. Right. The greatest testimony that Jesus ever had was his father said, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. We know that without faith, it is impossible to please God. But he said, come without him. You got to believe that he is and he's rewarded those who diligently seek him. We have to have a faith based marriage. What's faith? God's word, not spirit. We have to be led by the word that God is speaking to us. Man shall not live by bread alone, mm -hmm. but by but every, every word, word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Watch mm -hmm. this. Man shall not be married by bread alone. Mm hmm. But by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God, we have to have faith based solutions for a faith based entity. Mm -hmm. Marriage is designed to be a faith based entity. The construct of it is all by faith. Mm -hmm. It's all by faith. We love by faith. Right. Because like we were talking earlier and people like make this big to do about what faith is when Damaris said it so simply he was like when we get married we don't know what what we're gonna go through <laughs> so right. we we marry by faith right. we have no idea what we're right. getting ourselves into right. yeah well and that's one aspect of yeah. it. what I, what I, what I mean by that to, to add to that thought is God said Damaris call Leslie tell her that you love her tell mm -hmm. her that you're gonna marry her tell her you're gonna be with her for your life right mm -hmm. okay we do that but now we don't know everything that's gonna happen in the, for the rest of our life right mm -hmm. so that that's that that classified it as classifies mm -hmm. it as a faith based adventure mm -hmm. I know this though God told me to marry her right I know that like that's without a shadow of a doubt as long as that foundation is right. revisited that's, that's all I need and you believe it then that's what you need that's right? all I need now going forward it's all it's all the same way we started this thing, the same way we're gonna continue, the same way we're gonna finish it. Mm -hmm. But that's what that in itself. When you think about marriage from that perspective, that makes it a faith based adventure. Now you can now two other people can get married and not hear from God, mm -hmm. right? It don't that marriage don't qualify now as a faith based adventure. Mm -hmm. That qualifies as a good luck. <laughs> good luck to you. A good luck. <laughs> good luck to you. Right. Hope it work out. <laughs> good luck. But no, but but really, it's a. It's designed to be a, a faith-based adventure, and the husband has to have an intimacy with God, first and foremost. And then the wife is the recipient, is the primary recipient, is the first recipient, is the primary recipient of the overflow of that love affair. Mm -hmm. He's responsible for loving first. One of the things we talked about this past week is that the husband, you're responsible to love first. If I'm going to love my wife as Christ loved the church, which is the audacious mandate on my life, I have to love first because what? He loved first. The Bible says we love him. 
Because he first loved because us. Because he first loved mm-hmm. us. She, husbands, your wife will love you. Because you first because loved her. Because you first loved her. <laughs> right. It's just that simple. That's faith-based. It's the pattern. So, but no, I'm going to wait for her to do it. She got she to apologize first. She got to forgive first. Grow up. Do you feel like marriages that have children, however, mm-hmm. when a husband is pouring into a wife, is it something about the wife now giving that love to the children instead of the husband? Oh, oh, you tapping into something. You tapping into something. <laughs> See, but you want you to say something. You shouldn't take away from the husband just because children have arrived. You know, no, if no, no. Anything, she talking about what she talking about the love that I show you. Oh, the you love now, that she, you now transfer that to the children. Right, and that's what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. That's how. That's the flow. That's the right mm-hmm. flow. Well, she's okay. going to the right flow. But what that taps into is this. And this is gonna scare some folks off. I know. When the Bible says up in Genesis, it says it uses the word "help me" to describe what the woman will be to the husband. Mm-hmm. It says "help me." Right. Mm-hmm. That word "help" there is the same word that describes Holy Ghost when it says "comforter" in the Greek. Right from the Hebrew to the Greek, those words. The, the, matter of fact, I think the Greek might have came came out. This word might have came out of the Hebrew thought of of what the word help me and comforter. They're synonymous in meaning mm-hmm. in meaning. Right. So when you when you ask that question, you're talking about the husband receiving the love from father. He then he then uh, gives that love to the wife who's functioning in a position of Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. Who then now what's Holy Spirit responsibility? To, to comfort. comfort the children. Mm-hmm. Same thing that same. It's the same pattern we have. God, the son to Holy Spirit to us. Mm-hmm. It's the same pattern. So you're right. When you ask that question, we just don't think of it to that depth or that degree at times. Mm-hmm. But her role, the wife's role within the matrix of the family unit is to function as Holy Spirit. I'm the I'm the initiator. She's the multiplier mm-hmm. down into the children. That's why we have to love first. Husbands are designed to be the initiator. We're designed to be the, the instigator of what happens within the construct of our marriage and our life as we walk, as we live this life of, of going, going into, into the intimacies, the pleasures, and the power and the purpose of oneness. Mm-hmm. That's how we define marriage. It's God's mechanism to experience and enjoy the intimacies, pleasures, power, and purpose of oneness. Well, I initiate every, every uh, determinant of that particular adventure. Once, once I initiated that, she now receives that. She now multiplies that. Because she's designed to be a multiplier. You can't give her nothing and she won't multiply. I can't give her nothing and she won't turn it into something completely better or completely different or enhance all that was, is within it. Mm-hmm. That's the idea of it. And now that then, then spills over to the children. Right. That's a faith-based marriage. Mm-hmm. That's an adventure-based marriage. Right. That's totally dependent on the dictates of love, of hope, and faith. Now, once I love, it's, once I initiate, once I love first, now it's the, the wife's responsibility to love freely. Mm-hmm. The husband loves first, the wife loves freely. Right, and that leads us into being loved. When right. you're being loved, you can express love. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so there was a time in our relationship to where she didn't have Leslie didn't have the capacity or the or the or the the, the ability. I'll say it like that. Mm-hmm. Or she didn't have the liberty to love freely. Yeah. Because I'll of say how liberty. I was okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because. Because she didn't have the liberty to love freely. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't, I wasn't doing right. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't doing right. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? <laughs> but then once I started loving, oh, she had to be like, whoa, what? She, what? You going to love me like that for real? Okay, yeah. then I can get down there. Right. And you actually, 
I don't even know how to ask it, but was it just was it just his consistency that said, okay, now I'm at liberty to love freely? Like, what what was it that kind of switched in your mind that it was okay? Well, it was his consistency, but it was also, I mean, his overall behavior because I literally saw him become a new person. Like, it was the same frame. This was prior to salvation. Same yeah. frame, totally new person on the inside. You know, the way he was acting, the way he was speaking, the way he was loving had totally transformed once he got a hold of the word. And so I knew he was for real, no matter, you know, how much other nonsense he was doing. But it took a while for me to get used to, I yeah. have to admit. Yeah. So was it because of his tra- transformation that now you believe that you could have a faith-based marriage? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so she, 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 she. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah. Sorry, but I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm saying this facetiously, but she really didn't have a choice in that situation. Like, it was gonna be faith based. <laughs> like, that thing was gonna be faith based. I ain't know no other way. I mean, I know no other way. Well, to know, like, when she actually believed. Yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that thing came mm-hmm. on me so strong. Like, the love of God filled my heart. I would start running around the room, someone I'm free. I was crying. I'm jumping up and down like I'm free. I'm, I'm wait, wait, wait. I ain't you no know, slave. What I'm free from? Yeah. Right. But I was free from the sinful nature, which is the stifling effect. Mm-hmm. The, sin, the sin nature has a stifling mm-hmm. effect on the love of God. It's, mm-hmm. it, it comes to smother. It comes to stifle it, right? And so I, I was free from it. Now I'm now I'm free to love, right? But love also smothers too, because <laughs> before ain't no space he would uh, ain't no space in ain't love, no space right? In love. I knew you were saying that. <laughs> but before he would always keep me at a distance emotionally, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He would keep me at a distance. But once that love consumed him, he wanted to consume me with love. So, <laughs> so he went from keeping me at a distance to keeping me, you know, oh, right, yeah. right, right up, up under him. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I totally knew the difference. Well, yeah. I, I kind of had an idea when Papa D said that sleep interrupts. And I said, That's oh, an Lord, Jesus. Yeah. Sleep okay. is an interruption of love. <laughs> sleep is an interruption of love. Okay. Like, I'm sitting there like this. When you wake up, please. Like, when you going to wake up? Like, like what time is it? Like, will you wake up, please? Or he'll flop around the bed <laughs> to make me wake up. <laughs> and I'm like, really? <laughs> but no, it's just as, as men created in the image and likeness of God, that's the greatest desire for a lover is to love. Like, when I, when I identified as a lover, when I got saved, and I realized I'm a lover. Like, I identified as a lover. And, and, and then now, now the actions, the expressions, the desires, the intuition, all of, all of that that identifies, all of that begins to come to the forefront. All mm-hmm. of that wants to erupt forth. As long as I don't get in the way of that, it's going to flourish. It's going to transform me. Mm-hmm. And that's the primary component that we do, that we have with our heroic husbands is, man, you got to identify as a lover. Mm-hmm. Like marriage is made. For, for lovers, lovers. right? Mm-hmm. So if you don't identify as a lover, mm-hmm. you ain't you ain't gonna be good at marriage. It's just right. that was just that right. you ain't you ain't gonna be good at it. Mm-hmm. And then once you identify as a lover, now you got to come into a level of awareness, a level of knowledge, a level of understanding, a level of wisdom on what a lover, how a lover loves, mm-hmm. how a lover functions, how a lover behaves. It's all right there in the word. We all we get it. It's all right there. Mm-hmm. It was demonstrated by the word. It was written down by the by the by the, by the spirit of God. Mm-hmm. It's all right there. We just got to be in the right Formless. culture. Mm-hmm. We got to be in the right environment. Right? Husbands love first. Wives love freely. Then the next phase is for the husband and the wife to do everything in the in the in their ability and the power of love to make themselves easy to love. Mm-hmm. Like be easy to love. Mm-hmm. Like be easy to love. Man, just imagine. That's huge. That's humongous. Because yeah. everybody's not easy to love. Man. Oh, but, the, okay, so so when you say that, when you say everybody's not easy, easy to love, is it because, do you feel as if they really don't know what they're doing to make themselves not easy to love? Or, like, what's your thought with that? 
I think I think that's part of it, but the other part is they've never been shown love. And they think they might know love, but they've never really been oh, shown yeah, practically. How much time love is? So, yeah, four minutes. Then you're off the mic. Yeah, off the mic. most folk yeah. relegate love to a feeling. To a feeling, yeah. yeah. And they don't got no scripture on that. Right. Ain't no Bible on love being a feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, the, uh, I guess it does refer to it as compassion, which mm-hmm. is which is which is something that that that's an expression of our feelings. But it's, it's, that's the surface level of love, mm-hmm. of love. Like love desires to get down into the deep of the soul. Like the first mm-hmm. level of the soul is emotions. The second level is the will. The bottom layer is the mind. Love, desi- love wants to get down into the mind of mm-hmm. your soul. It wants to change the way you think, mm-hmm. how you calculate, how you, how you, dif- how you differentiate, how you, how you determine. It wants to get down mm-hmm. into your mind. It wants to change the way you think. That's mm-hmm. how deep love wants to go. Mm-hmm. It wants to get down into the root aspect of the soul. Once I can get you to think different, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll desire different, you'll feel different. As mm-hmm. a man think it. So, so shall he be. Yeah. Like when I can get you to think like love, mm-hmm. oh my goodness, man, you you be it's a it's a whole different it's a whole different ball game now. Mm-hmm. But we, you said something before that, that I wanted to touch on. You well, you asked a question. You asked what was your question that sister Leslie? The you one asked you just asked. Yeah, the one you just asked. Her. I said, do do you feel as if people aren't easy right. to love? Yeah. Here's what it is. My boy, my boy Joseph Garlington and and um, mm-hmm. Israel Houghton had a song it's called "It's So Easy to Love Him." Mm-hmm. It says, so, "It just listen because he's wonderful, mm-hmm. because he's so good." Because he's everlasting, his love is everlasting. Because he long, like he's so wonderful. Like, 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 like. You should just think about like, what can I do? What can I do as a husband? How can I live as a husband? How can I be to make myself easy to love? I just want to be easy to love. Mm-hmm. Just, just make, just make it as easy as possible, sister. If a husband has that mindset and a wife mm-hmm. has that mindset, right. how can you not? How can you not match the marriage? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I know we got like two minutes left, Leslie. Yeah. So let me ask you this last question. When you say that, I think most men would think to become like a yes man. That don't mean you become no yes man. Exactly. So can you please tell the difference between <laughs> being easy to love and being kind of like ran over? Here's, here's the, here's the, <laughs> yeah. it's to take a service position, right? To be easy to love is to take a service position. Why mm-hmm. is Jesus so easy to love? Because he's the, he, he's functioned as the greatest servant of all. Because everything he did, Everything he did was all about us. Right. You always put the other one first. Everything he did was all right. about us. Mm-hmm. Like when you think about it, we got this old religious saying, well, it ain't about me. It's all about God. No, no, no. <laughs> God ain't saying that. Right. In God's mind, it is, is it, all about you. Right. right. It's a, it is all everything mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Everything. Listen, this is a, this is a magnanimous thought. Everything that was created in this earth was created for man. Mm-hmm. And you're going to turn around and say, it ain't about me? Right. <laughs> when everything he created was about me. Was for me. I'm going to like pop him in certain churches. Uh, right. Like out. <laughs> it's incredible. <laughs> everything, everything, everything mm-hmm. created was about me. You know, you know, creation is frustrated because it can't serve man the way it's supposed to. Mm. It says the earth grown and, and the whole creation is grown and travailing for the manifestation of the sons of God. When the earth was cursed, Man now had to work, make the earth do what, it's, what God spoke, told it was supposed to do. It's frustrated because it can't bring forth like it's supposed to bring forth. It, mm-hmm. it does, it's not supposed to leave the sweat of man's brow in order for the, for the land to bring forth. Mm-hmm. Like as a husband, I, I want to make, make, make myself as easy to love as possible. And I do that through serving. 
through being a servant, through everything that I do, everything I'm talking about, everything that we 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 uh, we desire to accomplish, everything we want to uh, we want to have, everything we want to possess within our life. It's all about how I can please or how I can bring pleasure to my spouse. Mm-hmm. Like what what will, what 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 will make her happy from from where we live to what we eat to what I mean, all of those things. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. Right. And if I if a husband has that posi- has that that mindset and a wife has that mindset, now they're going to have a magnificent marriage right. because it's all about it's all I'm talking about. I'm talking about from 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 what we eat to the sexuality of the relationship. It's about serving each other mm-hmm. into life, mm-hmm. into pleasure, into intimacy, into power, into purpose. And that's just one of the things. And again, that needs to be extracted and broken down as well. But we don't have time for that. We don't have time. I'm glad <laughs> you know that. Exactly. Right. <laughs> Listen, right. if they join our coffee in the go. morning club, okay. they can get at least, they'll get more of that. I still can't break all of it down, but they'll get more of that. Mm-hmm. We got our Hero of Husbands challenges coming mm-hmm. up. They're going to get a whole lot more on that. We got our Wonderful Wives challenge coming up. They're going to get more on that. We got our Marriage Mastery challenges coming up. They're going to get more on that. Mm-hmm. They just need to be a part of the community. They need yeah. to get inside of this ecosystem that's going to help them become Hero Husbands, Wonders Wives, and Marriage Masters. They get involved in that, then they're going to get everything they need. I'm really excited when we get into our, our events. Yes, it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. It's coming. First one in that. July. It's coming. Okay, so where can they find us, Papa? They can find us at coffeeinthemorningclub.com. Go to Coffee in the Morning Club. That is your initiation to the community. Mm-hmm. That is your initiation into you experiencing or leaving the divorce culture and experiencing this culture of love and oneness. I'm talking about new language, new activities, new strategies, new, new theology. I'm talking about everything new. You have an opportunity to be a part of this new, uh, this, this ecosystem that's going to get you from wherever you are in your marriage to where you desire to be. Mm-hmm. If you want your marriage to be pleasing to God. You have to have a faith-based marriage. That means you have to have faith-based instruction. Mm-hmm. You have to have faith-based coaching. You have to have faith-based foundations. If you don't have those things, how are you gonna be? How your marriage gonna be pleasing to God? If you're not a, if you if you as a husband, if you're not faith-based, how is it gonna be pleasing to God? So we 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 are fortunate enough to have received a revelation, mm-hmm. and now we have understanding of that revelation. We have the wisdom and know how to appropriate that revelation. And now that enables us to enter into a level of mastery that we can deal with a lot of the issues that ha- that comes up in marriage that the average counselor can't deal with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So go to our coffee in the morning That's where you get your introduction to our community and who we are. And then you can from there, you can go into our heroic husbandry, our wonders, wives, our marriage mastery and just just be blessed. Absolutely. And then if you join that, you may be able to get a one on one with this guy. Uh Oh, uh-oh. <laughs> That's right. the perfect. I don't know they if they're ready up. for that. I don't know if they want that. <laughs> no, they want, they want, they want. Okay, so make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time. Keep loving on purpose. All I do is win, 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 no matter what.